Hey, it's Adora. Hey, it's Christine. Hey, it's Stephanie. And this is The Walk. <laughs> we tried that very many times. I'm very happy to be in Okay. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Intentional Summer. Woo-hoo. We're Woo-hoo. back. Episode three. Yeah. Keeping it rolling. I'm very excited. I said it all the time, but I'm just genuinely really, really excited to be talking about intimacy. Ooh, everyone says, ooh. Intimacy. <laughs> And this this episode came about because I was having a conversation with a friend and we came to the conclusion that it's possible that we don't really understand intimacy in its entirety. And because we don't understand it in its entirety, we're not able to apply it to life. And I feel like when it comes to being intentional, because this is intentional summer, we need to be intentional about intimacy because I think it's really, really important as an aspect of relationship, um, not just relationship with each other, but relationship with God. And if we don't take the time to understand what it is, then how do we act out? How do we actually deal with it? Mm-hmm. So today we're talking about intimacy, but more specifically the need for intimacy. And I'm going to ask you guys a bunch of questions. Okay. <laughs> but we're going to be succinct. Okay, guys? Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. We pray. We bind the spirit of over-talking. Amen. <laughs> okay, um, so just to give some context, when we think about intimacy, we've been conditioned to think about intimacy in the context of sex. But that's not what it is, and, and psychologists describe it as, I can't even say the word, experiential, intellectual, emotional, and physical aspects of a relationship. So there's, and there's actually many more, but those are the main ones that kind of stuck out to me. So experiential, emotional, spiritual, I missed that one out, physical and and intellectual. So yeah, I think the first thing I wanted to ask you guys is have you ever taken the time to actually think about your need for intimacy and address it? I think, so when you said, have we thought about how, like, have you ever just thought, oh my gosh, I think I, I think I need emotional intimacy. <laughs> like, has that, oh yeah. Yeah, I think, you know what, looking back on like probably like my last relationship, and I think this is what, when when people tend to step out in one way or another, mm-hmm. I think it's actually probably because one of those areas of intimacy is probably lacking mm-hmm. or not being as, full. and you know how we talk about love languages, and of course mm-hmm. like one person's love language is probably not the same as the other. Mm-hmm. If your love language is more like a certain type of intimacy, then that means the tank of the other intimacy types are just kind of left you know unfold so I think personally even now when I think about if I'm lonely okay I have to dress like okay what what are you missing right here in this moment what kind of intimacy is it that you do do you just want someone to compliment you do you just want a hug do you Mm. just want like what where are you not being filled where is your tank running empty I guess that's how I kind of think about it what about you um I think that the only time I've ever really thought about my need for intimacy or the fact that it's been missing in my life in some way is in reflection it's in hindsight when I look back at previous seasons of my life because I think generally speaking I am somebody who sees intimacy as it's like a baseline in my life mm-hmm. when there is no intimacy any of those intimate types of intimacy you spoke about less physical to be fair but mm. especially emotional and intellectual intimacy I find mm. That is a baseline for me, and I actually find it quite difficult to get through to people and do relationship with people who have problems with intimacy. Mm-hmm. It actually makes me really uncomfortable, I think, and I never realised it until later in life. My family are actually really close. I know, I know, it's you don't get to see things about your own family until you look at them relative to seeing other people. Yeah, yeah. I think looking back. Our parents encouraged it. We talk a lot and we express our feelings quite a bit. Yeah. Which is 
it's not massively common in black families, mm. <laughs> yeah. especially not a Nigerian and a Jamaican family. Mm. But um, I think it kind of just happened. And so that is my baseline for me. Mm. And only time my life ever lacked intimacy was in times of major depressive episodes. Mm. And um, I think not wanting intimacy is actually a warning sign mm. for mm. me when I look back. Okay. Um, like not withdrawing wanting to, from yeah. people, yeah. Not wanting yeah. conversation, not mm. wanting to be in relationship with people is a warning sign that, oh wait, I'm something's wrong with my Something calibration wrong, right yeah. now. Because I generally speaking need it. I think it was very easy for me to come to terms with it, to understand um, in scripture to pull out because the scripture doesn't actually say explicitly we need to be intimate with Christ that's a concept that we understand from the scriptures by the Holy Spirit and so I think I got that very quickly when I actually stopped being an idiot and decided to actually read my (laughs) Bible no I was an idiot you know those times you know for like a whole year I was like yeah you know like surviving on them daily scriptures yeah (laughs) and then one verse a day you know yeah when I began to actually study the scriptures and be serious about wanting to know what the scriptures say, the first thing that really came to me was, oh, wow, you're calling us into intimacy. Mm. When we talk, when he talks about oneness, us being grafted into yeah. Christ, yeah. not only is it the need for intimacy, but it's letting us know that it is so freely available yeah. that it that should be our baseline. And I was like, okay, because I have felt, grown, let's keep it as that, growing up in the society that we've grown up in, intimacy because intimacy requires vulnerability yeah yeah vulnerability is not celebrated no blurting and vomiting our feelings out online is more normal yeah, yeah. and socially normalized yeah than having legit intimate yeah. conversations yeah. you know what I mean? that's actually really yeah. true can you imagine it? and like people that if you know them online and have a friendship with them online meeting them in person is sometimes super free yeah like, why is that weird because <laughs> they don't actually have in-person relationships yeah. Yeah. and i think that i always felt odd for wanting intimacy. Mm. I crave intimacy. And I guess because of by design, it's how we, we were designed. designed. We were designed way. for yeah. intimacy. Yeah. And I never looked at it that way before yeah. at the time. I just felt like an oddball. Because I was like, why Why am I so weird? Why do I want like a real relationship with people? Mm. It's weird. That being creep. Um, <laughs> I wish I wished I wasn't like that. Mm. But it's actually crazy. And now it's indicative of something's wrong. Mm. If I don't want to um, be intimate. But what I will say is having intimacy with Christ has absolutely made me crave it less and expect it less from people. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. I would, I would have thought it would be the opposite, the opposite way. I think I had an unhealthy attachment to it before. Okay. Yeah. And I used to, it would lead, in hindsight, to codependency. Yeah. You know, I think there's a level of intimacy that you're supposed to have with Christ that you shouldn't ever yeah. have with a person. Because the fact is, is that, like, ultimately... Yeah. Man can never really fill the desire that that the innate desire that we have inside us. Like man cannot do it. Mm. They were never designed to do yeah. it. They were never function to do it. Yeah. I will have a bad day on the day that you need a hug and I don't want you to touch yeah. me. I will have a bad day on the day that you need encouragement and I'm just like, bruh, I don't have it. <laughs> yeah. I barely got it for myself. Yeah. But the fact is God always has it available. God always always like waiting to pour it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And the fact is is that God has the answers for everything. Yeah. everything. So I, I I fully hear it because there's there's a level 
I don't even know how to word it, but there's just love, there's depth exactly to God that man cannot see, even yeah. scratch yeah. the surface of. So you notice you that people on men. Thank if you. you. If you try and have that level of, it's a supernatural level of intimacy. Yeah. If you try and have that with men, you will always, always, always end up disappointed. Always. Because they can never, people can never be consistent yeah. enough for you. Never. Do you know, my mom said something to me once, and I felt my old man rise up mm. and get hurt. And then Holy Spirit almost immediately was like, no, no. She's right, and yeah. that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. She said to me, around the time I first got saved, or maybe like a year in, she said to me, sweetheart, you're just one of those people. Because I was, I was working out how to do relationship with my family who don't know Jesus mm. and have newly come and got set on fire for Christ. Mm. And I was just like, found old issues come up that I wasn't aware of. Because like I said, me and my family are really close. Yeah. And she said to me, sweetheart, you're just one of those people. You require more love than any person can yeah. give you. Mm. And my old man was like, that's so awful. You're my mum. How could you say that? Yeah. And Holy Spirit was like, you can no. yeah. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And what people don't understand is that everyone requires more love than any mm-hmm. person can give them. That's why I have called you all to myself. Wow. And I was like, why would I get upset about that? Yeah. That I had an unhealthy relationship with intimacy before. Yeah. Yeah. When I began, when I came into Christ and understood intimacy with Christ, it's supposed to be that your most codependent, toxic relationship ever. Mm. You're supposed <laughs> to be having that depth of, yeah. of attachment to Jesus, Jesus alone. Jesus, you didn't speak went, to me today. I'm telling you. I can't <laughs> breathe. Why do you text me good morning? Why do you say good night to me? Why do you say good night? Why do you tell me you like my hair? <laughs> That's you and Holy Spirit, baby. Yeah. Don't expect that from any human. Right. Right? I, I love that. Do you know what? I think that's a really good place to start. We talk about intimacy with Christ. But we don't always talk about what that intimacy with Christ requires. Yeah. And we also don't talk about how that intimacy translates to our relationships with others. We talk about friendship and why friendship is good. We talk about marriage and why marriage is good. But those relationships require intimacy. Yeah. But then yeah. when it comes to talking about intimacy, we all clam up like yeah. we don't yeah. know what it's to true. do. Yeah. So I think it's, it's hard to even get to the point of even understanding intimacy and understanding the boundaries if we don't even understand what it, it takes to get there. Yeah. So I guess that, that kind of dips into my next question. What are some of the things that can help to actually grow in intellectual intimacy or grow in spiritual intimacy or grow in emotional intimacy? What are some of the things that we can do on a practical level? So when Adora was saying about like being grafted and I just got this impression of a gardener and I don't do gardening, but thank God for the Holy Spirit. He be putting us on things we've never experienced in front of our lives. Hallelujah. Um, But yeah, imagine a gardener, like when they're trying to take twigs and stuff and like different branches and meld them into another. Some of those branches ain't going to make the cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like some of the ones that are sticking out, they get cut off. And that's part of pruning. Mm-hmm. And intimacy cannot happen unless there's pruning. Whether you're talking about physical intimacy or spiritual intimacy with God, some things are going to have to be cut away. There, are, there have been relationships I've been in with people, whether it's friend or, rela- or like you know romantic relationships, and I'm just like, hold on. I can't put this on you because it's not fair. Mm-hmm. I can't expect you to be able to walk me through this because you won't understand. And I, that's not even in a horrible way this is in a i need to protect you 
while I'm also relying on you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to put the weight of this on you yeah. because you can't carry it. Yeah. Whereas with God, God is just like, I don't want this on you because this is not going to help you in where you're going. I get that this hurt. However, you're looking at it from the wrong situation. I'm going to let you rant about it for three minutes and then it's coming off. Yeah. But that's what intimacy is. It's understanding that when you're talking about intimacy with God, there are things that you're coming with that you just have to make peace with that I'm never going to be able to hold on to this again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm fully here for the come as you are but i just know that once you come you're not staying yeah, as you are. yeah yeah and that's what god does what you said it earlier like when you come when you encounter holiness and it rubs off on you certain things cannot yeah. just they just uh-huh. can't yeah. stay and you weren't in like if you're not in that inter- place of intimacy you'll be thinking of all the things that like, oh i need to stop smoking weed or i need to stop yeah. doing this and god is like mm-hmm. i want okay. to deal with your heart <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the weed and stuff yeah. is bad yeah yeah it's, it's horrible however <laughs> you're really aggressive <laughs> you know you're always holding grudges i don't like that gonna come off honestly and that's the other thing i think we were talking about earlier in the place of intimacy you rarely ever get what you you went there for so even when you want to like beg with your friends and mm-hmm. stuff yeah when i just ran i've learned with my friends like my closest i'm never gonna rile you up to ungodliness mm. i don't wind my friends up and mm. i think we need there's something we need to talk about in body of christ yeah Come on, eh? um we need to not so i'm not gonna wind you up i'm not gonna be like how could you do that and why mm. did you say that yeah. 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 i'm not doing all of that yeah come and sit down let's kiki let's have a cocktail yeah a mocktail so. <laughs> <laughs> but it's super hey, safe <laughs> um rant then yeah and then i'm gonna be like you know you were wrong. Mm, you, you you respectfully, you, baby. If you, were you were wrong, wrong I'm gonna tell you were wrong. You were wrong. And, and even if you, yeah, I hear it. I know. Mm-hmm, Trust mm-hmm, me, because mm-hmm, me as well. Mm-hmm. If I was you, I would wanna hold on to my stuff. Yeah, yeah. But baby, you were wrong. You were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that is a part of intimacy. Yeah. And and I think that it is a fruit of intimacy. Yeah. Let me yeah. say. Yeah. Because yeah. you wouldn't feel like you can say that to somebody you don't know like that. Yeah. Mm. So I think that. The ability to have the tough conversations yeah. and to be vulnerable and to be rebuked, corrected, is a fruit of intimacy. If I was going to add to what you said, was the Lord is just saying we need to set an expectation. Yeah. Set an expectation of all the different relationships in your life and begin with God. In fact, begin with the expectations that you've set for people in your life, mm. for all the other relationships you've had in your life. And then take it to the scriptures. And see how many of those expectations you have of others are actually already met in God. Mm-hmm. So that you can, that's where you can begin in intimacy with him. Because it's, yeah. it's difficult, like you're saying, Steph, to know where do I begin with intimacy yeah, yeah, with God? Yeah. Look at all the things that you expect of others. Of others yeah. absolutely. And then align that with scripture and see how many of those expectations God has already met yeah. in the promises in his word. Yeah. And then all those things that you expect of those people that he's already promised you, begin intentionally to speak to him in prayer about those things. And the thing is, it might not happen straight away. It mm-hmm. might take a week, it might take two, it might be immediate, it might be instantaneous, mm-hmm. baby, we don't know. But what's sure to happen is as you begin to bring your expectations of God backed by what he has already promised you yeah. in his word, mm-hmm. you will develop intimacy by accident. Yeah, yeah. by accident on in- purpose. By accident <laughs> yeah. on purpose, being intentional and setting an expectation of what you want out of life, out of your life in Christ, mm-hmm. will cause you to go to God and petition him for what he's promised you. Yeah. Because intimacy, the fruit of intimacy is that if I know you're my friend, Steph, and I'm telling you a secret, I can trust that you are, that's not going to go any further than yeah, me and you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you get when you set your expectations with somebody, it means that you can lean on their integrity, the integrity of that relationship. Yeah. Start there with God because if you can go to him and lean on his promises and your expectation of a, a God who is Abba, so he's source, he's defender, he's father, of a God who is who is Jesus, yeah. who understands what it's like to be in flesh and so can empathize with you, of a God who is the breath of the Holy One, the God who is the breath of life, who has the power to make things happen in your life and whom you have sweet fellowship with. If you can set those expectations and have those expectations met, it means that you can give people what they need in relationships yeah. without expecting too much from them yeah. and bordering into that unhealthy level of yeah. intimacy. Ooh. The thing is, we don't like to do this in 2022. In gen baby boomers right down to Gen Z, we don't like to do this, but evaluate like yourself. We are. Honestly, okay. no. honestly, honestly, evaluate, evaluate yourself. yourself. Yeah. When we're talking about without intimacy, the frills, without, without yeah. any of the shit without the Instagrammable, in, yeah. right? Can you just just do just, just to tell anybody? Don't tell any of your friends. Just don't sit down. The main challenge is don't even do it online. Don't yes, tell don't tell like, anyone. Everything has to be It's not a post. It's not a TikTok. It's not a real. Sit down. Paper and pen is still a thing. Still a thing. And your best friend for reasons unbeknownst to me, money laundering. W H Smith still exists. Don't get you a notebook and a pen, baby. Go get you a notebook and a pen. Okay, just sit down and, sit. and evaluate right. your relationships. Yeah. Ask yourself seriously, yeah. what am I expecting out of my yeah. relationships? How many of these things has God already promised yeah. me yeah. with him? Yeah. And if he's promised them with him and I'm expecting from others, can I spend more time mm. in prayer? Can I spend mm. more time? And I really want to emphasize this as well, yeah. When I say spending time in prayer, let me tell you how my prayer life can go. Let me tell you what I'm saying, leave me alone, yeah? Don't come and try and mess it up. <laughs> um, my prayer life, I would say, is 30% praying in tongues, mm -hmm. building myself up on my most holy faith. Mm -hmm. And in that time, I'll get pictures, visions, mm -hmm. you name it, mm -hmm. the Lord will speak. Yeah. 30%, say 30% praying in tongues, then 30% scripture, building myself up on scripture, reminding myself of the promise of the Lord to me, reminding God of his promises to me, yeah. and going through prophetic words that he's given me, etc, etc. Yeah. And then, if I'm keeping it a stack, the 40%, and sometimes it can go 40 to 60, and I spend less time going through scriptures, for at least 40% is just me sitting in the presence of God. I'm not saying him. Yup, that's the part. I actually learned to shut up. <laughs> and but that's how intimacy is yeah. built. And that is what we're what, when I say pray for yeah. intimacy, that's what I mean. When you set the atmosphere, you set your heart posture to worship God, yeah. to seek his face, to look at him, just be still. Yeah. He will, you will be surprised at what he does to you that you don't even know. You yeah. might fight, you might start burst out laughing. Yeah. You might burst out crying. Yeah. You might feel the angelic presence around mm -hmm. you. You might have pins and needles. You might have tingles. Yeah. Or you might just feel nothing. Yeah. But know and trust that the presence of God is it's what you are you. saturated yeah. in. Yeah. In that time. Yeah. And in that time, you will be so wonderfully surprised mm. to hear God singing a song of love over you. Mm. He will come and start saying scriptures to you that you didn't even know you knew. Yeah. Promises of his love. How what he thinks of you the plans he has for you going forward. He will start speaking to you about a trauma from three years mm, ago. And he yeah. says, I want to take that pain from you. Yeah. 
I'm doing that right now. Can you receive that right now? And what you've been trying to re- study in scripture way away or therapize your way away, God can do it in a second. Mm, yes, that's true. And that's therapy true. is important. Please hear me. Please, people, go to therapy. Christian so therapy. Especially some of you need it. Some of y'all need it. Some of us need it. At different mm-hmm. seasons in life, we will need it. Mm-hmm. But God can work those things out in a in moment a for you, for sure. you know? For sure. So when I speak of prayer, know that at least half of that time should be you just sitting just in sitting. the presence yeah. of the Lord. Yeah. That develops intimacy like you would not believe. Yeah. And things, when you leave that presence here, first of all, people notice it about you. You yeah. won't even yeah. notice yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll go to the people just be looking at you. And yeah. Like, you seem different. You yeah. seem different. You, Do you seem, understand? yeah. And you will look back at that list and those things that you wrote that you expect of other people, you won't care. You won't care. They won't do them for you. They won't yeah. meet those expectations. Yeah. And it won't even yeah. aggravate you. It won't even rub you the wrong way, you know? And this is not even to say, like, everything, I 100% agree, but this is not even to say, like, I don't need no one. Yeah. I don't need, it's just me and God, please. No. no. We're just saying, let but there be the, seasons the, the, and yeah. times. Yeah. And let that be the foundation. Exactly. Foundation. And let, I think that's amazing. The foundation. Yeah, your foundation. Yeah. It will set how you behave with others. Exactly. Yeah. You won't expect things from people and therefore, because the thing is, expectations aren't just because poor you, they won't be met. Mm. It's not fair on the person yeah. you're expecting it's something not. of. 100%. You're if they can't of them that it, it, they can't do it. No. Because this is the thing about intimacy and this is the whole thing of us being intentional. This is the whole thing of this being intentional so much and it's to say that just as you are intentional with god i think when you translate that to you and another person whether that be you and a close friend Mm -hmm. or you and a potential spouse you have to be intentional in terms of being honest like these are this is what i need yeah can you actually honestly can you handle that yeah because i think it's it's really easy to romanticize intimacy mm, be like yeah. you know we're so intimate we tell ourselves you know secret nothing mm. we talk about our wildest dreams all that's great like it's, it's having a deep it's conversation yeah. but a deep conversation is not the complete definition of intimacy. intimacy. Yeah. I can so have a good. deep conversation with my postman. With doesn't mean that I keep it pushing. A deep conversation in a nightclub, baby. Like, <laughs> keep it pushing. Hello. Hello. All right, then. You know? And it's, it's, but it's true. Like but it's, it's true. When, I feel like when you're building on good foundations, where you and yourself, like, no, I know who my provider is. Mm. I know who my sustainer is. I know who has kept me. I know mm. who I am. Mm. Whether anybody else sees it and can provide for mm. it is not my problem. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. But when that person or people who can yeah. in their different ways, because I think something you said earlier is like, like I have different friends that fulfill those different areas yeah. of intimacy. And I appreciate them that for that. So I never look at them and say, well, you don't tell me I'm pretty. Yeah. You don't mm. give me a, you don't do this. You don't do that. I'm just like, no, what you do is great. Mm. <laughs> don't, don't, don't mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. Mm. If you ever are able to point to me spiritually too, mm. then praise God. Mm. If not, I'm fine. Yeah. I, if no one gives me a prophetic word, I'm okay. Yeah. Because I know where I go when I need that. Yeah. But I feel like, when it comes to a spouse, I'm not even boils down to marriage. They're gonna be like, this girl's always talking about marriage. Well, I mean, it's this, but get a breakfast. You have certain people for certain things. I agree with that. But I feel mm. like when it comes to relationships, you have to be able to, be, there has to be. Yeah. But then. Circle. Yeah. <laughs> but you yeah. have to be able to tick all the boxes. Of, of course. Oh, but I the thing is, saying, is that yeah, yeah. marriage is not even 50 50. Marriage is 100%. 100%. Mm. Because the fact is, is that you may, I may meet you and I can see in you that, yeah, you can provide for all these areas. However, mm. that may not be your day to day function. Mm-hmm. There will be times where you're great at everything, but in the spiritual side, you're down. 
Yeah. Because you're down in yourself. And remember, yeah. you can't pull from an empty cup. That's true. So if you're down, okay, it's okay, babe. I still yeah. got that 100%. Don't worry. Mm. I'm not relying on you still. Yeah. Because this is the thing. I think Jackie Hale Perry did a podcast on it with her husband. You can make your husband or your wife an idol of still. Course. Yeah, of course. Despite the fact that you're married. Despite the fact that you guys active worship like there's no tomorrow and yeah. now to bring down the heaven. You can still idolize yeah. them. 100%. And I think that even then, before you, it's easier. Way easier. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's why you need to have your phone foundation set yeah. that person will do will build off of that foundation yeah. but you're even then not placing a heavy too much of a heavy burden on them to be everything to you like i get it but the, the, ultimately if we're talking about a godly relationship that person is supposed to come along and be able to like bolster where yeah. you already are they're yeah. supposed to compliment mm-hmm. that yeah, compliment. adam was fine however yeah. he functioned better when there was more than one yeah. of him. if one can drive out what a thousand two can drive mm-hmm. out ten thousand yeah. you're supposed to make me better hello before yeah. you got here i was already driving out a thousand you should get like i wasn't just <laughs> chilling painting my nails on shade room like <laughs> i was fully driving out a thousand yeah, right. so when you come we're supposed to like more than double our, yeah. our, our exploits beloved yeah but i think Again, all of that comes down to the fact that the foundation already has to be set. Fully, even friends. I think intimacy cannot come without trust. Absolutely. And I don't think we do a great job, give me grace, Holy Spirit, I don't think we do a great job in the body of Christ with being trustworthy with another mm. and extending trust to mm. each other. Mm. And that is a, a part of love. Yeah. We're mm. admonished in yeah. 1 Corinthians 13. That is a part of love. You've got to trust all things, hope all things, believe all things. And I think aside from setting expectations, including setting expectations, it's important that we set expectations for ourselves. Yeah. How do you how are we contributing to building intimacy in our own lives? That's true. Not just what we want from Mm -hmm. others, others. but what are you doing? Yeah. Are you saying you want intimacy and you refuse to talk to people? Yeah. You don't want to tell no one your problems. You don't want to accept help. Because you think everybody's a witch. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm I'm saying to you? I saw it in a dream. It was not Jesus telling you that dream. That was it, but that's good. I can't tell you the number of times where I just saw you didn't see this. You didn't. What did you eat before you slept? I discerned you did not. You discerned by your flesh, not that. <laughs> he wasn't speaking to you, sis. We need to like recalibrate. Are we positioning ourselves for intimacy? Absolutely. Are we doing what we expect of others ourselves? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And are we, if we say we want intimacy, because I do believe we crave it as humans, I think it's just... It's hardwired. Yeah, it's hardwired into us. Are we acknowledging that need and then pursuing intimacy in different ways? If you crave intellectual intimacy, are you checking what you're putting in your ear gates and your eye gates? Are you watching the right things? Are you reading books? Did you used to be an avid reader and then it... It's just gone. I mean, yeah. that's I know that's so many of our stories yeah. in recent in the social media yeah. age. Like you know, did you? I've been trying to read the same book for like eight months. I'm it's so a small so book. Bad. It's not even contextual. Like, intellectual like, challenging. You can read a book in Can one day. It in a day. It's insane. But are we pursuing those things? Yeah, yeah. Are you pursuing emotional intimacy with your friends? Like, if you haven't really had that relationship before. And you are you expressing that that, that you yeah, want something more that you want, need yeah. something more? Are you accepting? This is this is another question that I I was challenged on was, are you accepting challenge? Mm-hmm. Are you opening up to being challenged? Because yeah. I think when it comes to intimacy, and the, the psychologists will tell you the same thing is that. 
the best intimacy is the type of intimacy where you're challenged, where mm-hmm. you're not yeah. just stuck in the Placated. same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that the conversations you have are challenging. Yeah. They cause you to think deeper, yeah. so that you can grow. Yeah, so grow. like yeah. you, you want to be around people who challenge you. Yeah. not that you're all on the same level. And every time they say yes, 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 you're right. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Amen, amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing is, it's like even when I when you say that, like I think about my in recent time where I'm trying to you know build that intimacy with God. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about our conversations, and nine times out of ten, it's me like, yeah, but why? <laughs> I don't agree. I, I don't agree with that. Why is it like that? <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> and the thing is, is that when you're building this intimacy with God, He's not surprised mm-hmm. by anything you have to throw at Him. Mm-hmm. Anything you disagree with, He already knew you disagreed with it. Yeah. He knew it didn't hit the spirit, right? Yeah. He yeah. knew it didn't land on good soil. Yeah. He knows that you're a work in progress. Yeah. And if we look through Scripture, He is happy, more than content, working with what He has. Mm-hmm. He's never shied away and said, I'm going to wait for Abraham to get together. I'm going to wait for Moses to get together because I am not dealing with this. Like, no. Like, to the point where Abraham, like Moses was giving him like, oh, but God, I'm, di- I'm this, I'm that, and this. Oh, please send so, like he asked God, God and Moses asked God all these questions and God gave him answer after mm-hmm. answer like yeah okay this is what's going to happen you're going to go to these people and say this you're going to go to these people and say that and, and Moses was like I hear it but send someone else because <laughs> I can't I can't and then God it said that God was burnt to anger against Moses here's me thinking he's about to send fire and brimstone and kill him off one just, just end it and he's like okay how about Aaron he gave solution when man is questioning God. Yeah. So when people say don't question God, don't think about it the way they're saying it because it's not true. It's not. Moses fully went back and forth with yeah. God about something and continued to do yeah. it. My point is, is that God is never surprised by our humanity. And that's one of the things he had to keep working through me with. It's like, I'm not surprised by anything you have to say. I'm not surprised by how you feel. I'm not surprised about how angry you are about certain things. I'm not surprised at the fact, the fact that you haven't forgiven me for the things that you that I promised you and you haven't seen it yet. But I'm not say, surprised it. By that. say it. Say it. That's what intimacy is. That's what intimacy is. Intimacy is I can sit here with you, Stephanie, and I can tell you, you know what? Stephanie, you were late today. Why are you late? And I was late. Guys. She was late. <laughs> Why are you late? I was late too, but I was late because you were late. Because I was early. And you were supposed to not be late. Like, that's what intimacy yeah. is. Christine, shut up. Like, that's, that's intimacy. Yeah, being able to be honest. We yeah. may not. And the thing is that I think that in this age where we are, where everything is like, don't say this, don't offend that. Exactly. We're not, we're, we're, we're yeah. dumbing people down and yeah. people's brains are yeah. turning to marshmallows. Oh, yeah. Because people the fact is, everything they see is we true. Don't, yeah. The thing is, we don't need to agree. Yeah. Just because I'm telling you and I don't like something, we don't need to agree yeah. on it. Do you know what? That's actually a really good point is that when it comes to God, he has a final say. So whether you agree or not, you go get there, you go work on it, you go get there. He will reason with you and go back and forth with him and then he'll, literally out of nowhere we'll give you a scripture we'll take you to the bible and say this is my word yeah and mm-hmm. this is it now it's not will you word. lay down your opinion for my for my word and by the time that somebody has met you with that level of honor and respect mm-hmm. you'll be happy to lay yeah. down your fully. opinion for that because, because he is god yeah. do you get yeah. what i'm saying he literally like, yeah. mirrors the way we're meant to do intimacy with each other we're yeah. meant to do that same thing we're meant to be able to come to each other in honesty and say look i don't agree with this 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 the way you live in i don't agree with it the way i'm living you don't agree with it let's have a intimate and real conversation even if we leave that not agreeing yeah We've entered a level of intimacy that came from truth. The fact that we were able yeah. to speak our minds on here and respectfully say, okay, well, this is where we, this is, this, this is where yeah. we agree to disagree. That's a level of intimacy. In that's intimacy is when you sit and you challenge each other yeah. and yeah. you don't it's necessarily necessary. agree, but you go deeper. And mm. I think 
that's one thing that we I would say we're missing. Only reason I didn't want to talk about intimacy is because God has challenged Change me you. on it and yeah. challenged me on my yeah. idea of intimacy. And when you were talking about like vulnerability and sitting in silence and saying things out, I think for me the one thing that the enemy does, like when he's trying to really, you know, pull me and stretch me away from my maker, okay, <laughs> 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 will never. Um, is he, he tries to stun me into silence mm. so that if I'm feeling hurt, if I'm feeling mm. like the deepest, deepest like thoughts in my mind, yeah. I I won't I'll sit in silence. And I'm like, Lord, I wanna say so much right now. And I know you can already hear it, but there's freedom it's in actually speaking yeah, because do. he will he will tell you, nah, that's not yeah. first that's not true. But that, the fact that you even hear it come out of your mouth is just freedom. It's like, man, that's actually not true. But yeah. the silence is where there's problems. So when you you know when there's a silence in an area, when there's silence in your intellectual um, intimacy, when there's silence in your spiritual intimacy, yeah. when there's like when there's silence, you know there's there's a barrier so and you need yeah. to go deeper. I think that's where intentionality is. We were talking happens. about the Psalms and David earlier. Look, so many of the Psalms are saying the same thing, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it's a very difficult like, we understand. We have understood now. But I believe that the Lord left those canons, yeah. they're part of canon, yeah. to let us know, my friend. My favorite of you, man, mm, before Jesus, yeah. yeah, chief minister of oppression chief and depression. Minister, I'm telling you, ah, he all he did was cry and complain, <laughs> and true. I loved it. Because if you're not crying out to God with your deepest, darkest, mm-hmm. who are you taking it to? Where are you, where yeah. are you pouring? It, it says you are the only one that, that can, can affect this yeah. change. You are the only one that can change yeah. the situation. You're the only one that it's worth me crying mm, out yeah. to. Do you get what yeah. I mean? It, it enthrones him yeah, as Lord over your life. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Even and though we're just complaining. Yeah, yeah you're complaining to yeah. Absolutely. And especially like, you know, just both of what you're saying is so interesting because there are times similar to you where it's like, I'm being attacked. And in those moments, I... Um, I don't want to talk to anybody because mm-hmm. I already know what I need you can't give me. Mm-hmm. Like the, what I need to hear you actually yeah. can't say. The, your words are going to be nice. Yeah. They're going to be affirming. They're going to be encouraging. You may even get a prophecy in there, but mm-hmm. I don't need that. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what I need, but it ain't I that. just yeah. need my God. But the funny thing is, because it's an attack, I can't speak to God. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I can't talk. You I just, just sit like there in front of God and just, just, but just sit there. Do, yeah. just sit there. do that though. Just sit. Because there comes a point, yeah? There comes a point where when you just sit, like twice in the last two days, I've been so angry. And I'm like, I need to get out of this space. But I'm like, no, but I'm like peed off. <laughs> Lord, I can't. And I feel myself, I need to go over. I'm like, I can't go over it. I'm not going to lie to you. I know I'm not allowed to hold this anger, but I'm holding this anger. I'm not going to let you hold it. Mine's with the pinky like, finger. I'm holding it. Okay. Yeah. And then, but talking to Holy Spirit about it in my mind, yeah. talking to him about it in my yeah, heart, yeah. I'm like, Holy Spirit, please, I need you to, like, you have got to, and I can feel him, like, you know that soft chuckle that mm. a parent gives you when yeah, you're being Yeah, I hate that. I can hear him, like, <laughs> and I'm like, not right now. <laughs> but going back and forth with him in my heart, yeah. after just being silent, not saying anything out loud, and then I will start worshipping in my heart. Yeah. He'll give me a song. Yeah. What was I singing the other day? I was really annoyed. I was just sitting there in silence. Um, 
and I sing, I love you, Lord, oh, your mercy never fails yeah. me. Yeah. And I wasn't even thinking about that song, so yeah. I know it came from the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? And that, I was like, huh? That's <laughs> me as well. Yeah. Like, I'll give you anything to say regarding prayer. Like, I'll be, I'll literally just be walking around, uh, puffing and puffing up and down yeah. my house. Yeah. And I'll just get a song. A song, yeah. That yeah. I it. so know how. It. There's I, like a frequency that you can hit in heaven. That's so that will mad. That do something in you. So I'll, and then if I, when I just started to sing it out, the anger that I thought I'm gonna hold till next week, it just disappeared. That's yeah. why. Cool. You're walking around the house, and sometimes it's not even in my head because I'm really stubborn, yeah. so I can silence those. Uh, yeah, you don't even like that. Not right now. Not right now. I'm angry. Okay. Like I don't want my flesh. I'm angry, and I'm gonna be angry right now. <laughs> I'm walking around, and it will come on on the TV. Yeah. Oh, I'll be scrolling on Instagram. Yeah. It will come on, and I'm just like. Jesus. <laughs> out of nowhere and mm. the words that it may be a song that you hear all the time mm. but in that moment the words hit different because you can hear the words it's not just like oh i like the melody no the thing is and i'll last point i'll say about this is you with god when you pursue intimacy not just with god but with people yeah when you pursue intimacy with people they will meet you where you're at absolutely we're designed we're made in his image we want to know that we're wanted yeah mm. When you pursue God for intimacy, he will begin pursuing you. Absolutely. He will start chasing you Absolutely. down. Absolutely. That's why you hear songs, because you think to yourself, I don't know how to just sit in silence. He's trying to so, meet you where yeah, you're at. Where you're at. You yeah. need some noise. He's okay, just yeah. trying yeah. to meet you where you're at, because Absolutely. he knows in yeah. your heart that you're pursuing an intimacy with yeah. him. He's like, okay, let me see if I can get your attention this yeah. way. Yeah. What God likes to do is he likes to build a language where he knows that if I speak to you like this, if I show you a dream, if I show you a vision, yeah. if I give you a song, if I play you a sound, if you get a scripture in your mind, if I show you this, how can I talk to you so that I know that you will yeah. hear me yeah. when I speak? Yeah. 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 He, and that is how that's the that's language. The, that is the that's language he's language. trying to build with you, yeah. which is which can only come from intimacy, but it's also for the purpose of intimacy. Yeah. So when you get those songs, just start singing them yeah. out. And there's a frequency yeah. because God has given it to you. There's a frequency you'll hit in heaven, yeah. where what you couldn't say in prayer you and what you couldn't be still it. and receive, yeah. He can still get yeah. it to you. Yeah. Do you yeah. get what yeah. I mean? Yeah. What you said that stuck out is the language, yeah. and I think sometimes when we pursue intimacy, we think about intimacy with God. A lot of the times, we can think about, well, how does this person do it? It's not about how they do it. Yeah. How is God trying to do it with you? Yeah. How does God speak to you? Does He speak yeah. to you through dreams? Yeah. Does He speak to you through visions? Yeah. Does He? send a kid to speak to you like how does mm-hmm. god like to or through song or through sound yeah. how does god like to speak to you and the best way you can figure that out is just to be quiet yeah 100 just be quiet and just see what happens see what happens and the, when those weird things start happening press in yeah it's the same thing with your when we're building relationships at work when we're building relationships exactly. with a, a potential spouse yeah. with your friends it will always come like that mm-hmm. try and pursue it pursue intimacy and i promise you it will pursue you back because we're built that way. Mm-hmm. It be intentional. Intentional summer. Be intentional about building intimacy and intimacy will pursue mm-hmm. you. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk about what you were saying about anger. I think there is definitely a relationship between a lack of intimacy and anger because mm-hmm. like you said, I think we are innately, we have a desire to to be intimate with our maker. We have a desire to, be, to share intimacy, that is to have our feelings understood. When that's not being met, even if you yourself aren't angry, yeah. you can feel an anger rising up. Yeah. And I say it's sharing a story from way back in the day, way back in the day. But it's funny because I remember it happened ages ago and I buried it. And I remember when I when I started to take my relationship with God in, in terms of like my intimacy with God seriously, he unearthed that. And I was like, we, did, did we, we didn't even fast? No? Okay, cool. 
so when I was like 17, I was um, attacked on a train with my friend and we lost a friend. No, I lost a friend in college. He was a friend of a friend, basically. He, he was killed. We'd been asked to sing, my, my friend and I had been asked to sing at his, I guess, memorial. So we went and it was like South London. And then on the way back, it was, we were on a train and um, these guys must have been trying to talk to us. And we were like, no, I'm not talking, I'm just, I get super awkward in general when it comes to interactions with strangers. And it was, it was late, they were loud. So it was like already we were kind of like, Ugh, danger. So mm-hmm. immediately we're just like, yeah, no, we're not doing this. Mm-hmm. And I think they must have found offense in the fact that we were ignoring them. And yeah, and so um, I got punched and like we were running down the train and literally it was almost like everybody on the train had gone blind. They were like, sorry, we don't see this. We don't, we don't want to be involved. So um my friend was like, she was really protective over me. She was, it was literally just her trying to advocate for me. And then he jumped on her, literally, the rest of her to the ground, started punching her up. Then it's like he was possessed. And then he jumped on Literally, and then went from her, then went back to me, then punched me. And then I like, tried to steal her bag, grabbed her bag, hey. the train. And then one of his friends who were with him, who didn't expect us to get that far, grabbed her bag back and threw it back on the train. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, sorry. 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 <laughs> That part actually happened in East London, so we, we got oh, okay. yeah, so okay. that's actually my part of town. No, no, <laughs> it, it happened in East London. <laughs> I think it's important to redeem the people. Um, but yeah, so that, that part was what it was. It it was it was unfortunate, but I think that wasn't the part that that caused the hurt. It was more so when we reported it. I remember the policeman asked me first. His first question was, "Oh, um, oh, where's your last name from?" I'm sorry, I just attacked um what is my last and it was like almost trying to insinuate that we were from the same group and maybe it was just like a, a group of us just you know maybe that was my boyfriend and i was having a spat i was like right. these are strangers actually didn't know them yeah and yeah the questions it was just very obvious that it didn't matter to them like yeah. this was just a bunch of youths in the area and yeah. this is what they do so ultimately they didn't chase it up and i remember my mum at the time just trying to control the situation so she's just like look let's just move forward it's happened let's forget about it then i remember going to school telling my friends and i guess it was a bit of, of my fault as well because when i told my friends i tried to be like oh guys guess what happened to me over the weekend sort of thing in a way that like, i wanted to share it but at the same time like i didn't want to hype it because already i'm trying to we're, we're trying to move forward right yeah. so it's like so obviously told them they started cackling ah, and so it was like you know this anger is just Burning inside, burning yeah. inside, burning inside. You ultimately didn't talk about it, didn't it didn't get pursued or anything like that. So weeks tended to months into years of just trying to bury it. So I remember for the first couple of months I was sleeping with a knife. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought he'd find you out. <laughs> it was just weird. Like yeah, it just that is a really it, traumatic. It's very traumatic, right? Especially when you're minding your bi business. Like that's it just. And it was like I just kept I just kept seeing his, his face. I'd be walking around like oh my gosh it's him, and it wasn't. It was mm-hmm. almost like he was haunting, haunting me in my dreams. Yeah, yeah. But it was weird because the actual attack. I had an out-of-body experience in the sense that I didn't, I could see myself being attacked. But you couldn't feel it. Yeah, I could only feel it days later. Days I was like, oh, wait, my head hurts. And I had yeah. a knot, but I didn't, I wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> the Lord days. took me out of my body when yeah. he was attacking me. So it was really, it was such a weird experience. Yeah. But anyway, so time went on. And I just remember it being buried for such a long, the longest time until I think it was like a year or two later, I was on the bus and I saw the main guy walk up on the bus. And I'm, I kid you oh. not, it's so bad. But do you know what my instant thought was? Where's my knife? No. no. I was like, Lord, are you serious? He, you, you kept him alive. I was angry at God. I was like, you mean to tell me you kept this man alive? So he's allowed to do all that. Mm. I was like, are you like, I'm being, I'm, I'm past it. But I remember that these are the things I was feeling then. I was like, mm. you had the, I had no, like, I, couldn't, I can't speak to God like that. But I remember yeah. in my yes, mind, I was, like, I was just like, 
You mean to tell me you thought he was worthy of staying alive after yeah. all? And he walked past casually, like. And I'm not even important enough for this man to remember me. Yeah. I was fuming, but I had thought that I was over it. It'd yeah. been months, it'd been, no, it'd been years at that point. And we'd, we did, my friend and I didn't talk about it. Like, we just literally moved on when I saw him. And I was like, oh, I'm still, I'm still angry. Yeah. And then, so it was years, years later that the Lord unearthed it when he was dealing with how I felt about men and mm-hmm. the hobby with my dad and stuff like that. Yeah. And it all just culminated in the fact that I had this pent up anger of how men have treated me. Yeah. The guys that beat me up were a man. Yeah, yeah, the man, yeah. oh, the policeman was a man. Like, yeah, yeah. All, and it was just so like, man. and it's like, that's the kind of anger you brought towards me. I, you know, God is not man, like, but yeah, he's, he's not, but I, projected that on him mm-hmm. and that's why now I wasn't able to be intimate with him because I projected that anger onto him and he was like let's talk about this let's unearth that situation on the train <laughs> okay and let's go through it and and let me minister to your spirit so that we can move past it's not just how you thought you'd move past it in the past mm-hmm. but let's actually move past mm-hmm. it and I'm not like you said that like, therapy is really important but I feel like the, the work that God did with that thing that I thought I'd left behind I can't describe yeah it was a different kind different. of work, yeah. and I feel like that's it's what it's yeah. That's what Because I didn't know I had that anger, yeah. and I thought my relationship with God was cool. So, yeah. I was doing religion, I was praying, I was doing my bit as a Christian. He was like, "No, nah, we there's deeper. Like this intimacy has to. Yeah. We have to go deeper, but first we have to deal with that." So I just feel like because that's what was preventing intimacy. Preventing, yeah. That's why, so he and would, he's not afraid to deal with it. No, much. God is never afraid of like uncomfortable conversations. We are, but he's yeah. just like, he's "No, I know you tried to ignore it." But I don't want to ignore it. It's yeah. an elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. You think it's not an elephant, yeah. but I can see it's an elephant. So let's talk about it. Yeah. And it's like, can we not? And he's like, no, we, we can. <laughs> no, we can. <laughs> we can. <laughs> we can. <laughs> we will. And you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. It, yeah. It's it's so true what you said. The way that God ministers to you, it, God bless therapists. Thank you, Lord, for Thank that you. wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. That's what there is a way that the Holy Spirit can minister to you, baby. Yeah. That man can never even. Like, that is just, it can take 10 years of, of therapy on earth. I've had therapy and I've known full well I'm lying to my therapist. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I felt so, so dumb. I'm like, oh, you're paying for this. Like, you're lying. Know. <laughs> Do you know how many people lie to their therapists? Christine, you're paying for this and you're lying. <laughs> that doesn't even make That's sense. How are you going to get your money's worth? Oh, <laughs> you're, the thing is, the problem is, you're, yes. you're scratching too close to the surface. I didn't tell you I wanted to know that. I said I wanted to talk about the fact that my mum didn't give me a pony. You're talking about my dad. Are you rude? Stay on topic. Focus. You stop. You, the thing yeah. Yeah. you can control it. You, yeah, yeah, focus. But you see, when you bring it to God, you can't control it. You can't it. control it. And we're not so saying... you open yourself up to him. Yeah. We're, we're definitely not saying that that therapy doesn't no, work. No, it, it does. does. That there's a different kind of therapy there, that yeah. comes from intimacy I'm with Christ. Jesus and therapy. Absolutely. Yes. Put it like that. That's, that's what two. I'm for. Jesus and therapy. The two. But Amen. yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But I, that's... I find that that is... Except there will be a similar story for everybody in their Absolutely. intimacy journey with yours. Absolutely. With yours, that that being the beginning. Yeah. You have to crack on. I've got to. one that I'm gonna go home and address well. when I See get in the house. But it's good though because it you is. you get to God gets to show you in real time, yeah. give you an experiential revelation that He is worthy to be trusted. Mm-hmm. Because those things like that make you, the devil designs them to make you mistrustful. Absolutely. Of God. Absolutely. And God wants to let you know, hey, 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 let me tell you something. This world is the way it is because of the fall. Yeah. But in me, I make all things new. Yeah. I break every curse. Yeah. And in me, you have a perfect father. And you can say that to someone till you are blue in the face. Nothing beats the experience of revelation. Absolutely. 
when God wants to reveal himself to you as father, that's how he does it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And it's painful. Oh. Does it feel good? Absolutely. But that's the thing. Intimacy is not what Instagram has made it. It's mm-hmm. not what the what these glossy magazines have made it. Mm-hmm. Intimacy is in your face. Messy. It's messy. Woo. It's in your business. There's and it's not and intimacy stabs. is not here to make you feel good. Uh-uh. It's, to it's here free. to it's to set you free. And the thing is the thing is about intimacy is that when you're intimate with someone, when you like this person, this is my guy, the things that you're willing to do for them yeah. because of the intimacy you have with that person, what more God yeah. The person that spoke every good thing into existence. What more him? Intimatize yourself, beloved. Come on. I don't, I'm, I'm just going to round up by saying, do what they said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing I can add to it is, is having an honest conversation with God and allowing mm. that conversation with God to allow you to have an honest conversation with someone, even that's if that good. someone is yourself. I think that's how God challenged me. So that's why I'm like, that's, that's the only thing I can share is what he shared with me. So yeah, I think I'm working on having just real, and it's like, sometimes I think we do this thing with prayer where it has to be like, overcome our yeah. father, yeah. how glorious is thy name? And sometimes it's just like, it's just about being able to say the things that you don't want to hear yourself say. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I think that's my challenge is say the things that you don't want to hear yourself say, that's say them yeah. to God. Um, and allow him to teach you to Absolutely. have those kind of conversations with other people. That's good. And Ooh. that's it. Whoa. Episode three. That's good. <laughs> that was very Thank scary. And I just want to say the grace of everybody. I don't oh, know. It's really on my grace. heart. Go ahead. Um, yeah, because I just think it so encompasses intimacy with God. Yeah. So may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now. And forever. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Intentional summer. Ew. <laughs> <laughs>